everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Have a Seat, Women in the Workplace podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Coleman. And today, I hope you don't mind, I just wanted to take a few minutes and quickly chat about something that I saw on the internets this last week. Um, I belong to, I don't know if, for those of you that know, um, I am an administrative assistant and I belong to an administrative slash executive assistant group on Facebook. And one of the group members this past week or so mentioned uh, or, or posted an article And I admit, I didn't read the details, but I got the gist of it from all the comments. But it was an article talking about how Sharon Osbourne's assistant, I don't know why, again, I didn't read the article or what caused this person to do this, but they were either asked or directed to run into a burning house and retrieve articles of Sharon's and bring them out. Um... Okay, again, I don't know the details. I don't know how accurate or true it is, but the article really isn't the issue. What the but my point and then the conversations that happened after that is what prompted me to want to record just a quick little mini cast here. At what point do you and I actually said this in the comments um as after the article was posted and everybody was chatting about it. I mean, uh, the overall you know, vibe from everybody was discussed. Like, how dare she, you know, ask somebody else, ask her assistant specifically to risk life and limb and to go into a burning building and get possessions. I mean, I understand that there was probably value to them, but really? I mean, why would you do that? It was appalling. Everybody was just amazed. Um, and disgusted. And I was too. However, I was also, I also posed the question, at what point though, do you say no? I mean, at what point do you say, I'm not doing that? That's a risk to my well-being, And I'm not down with that. Like, no, I'm not, you know, no. And I put this in the comments, no job, in my opinion, is worth risking life and limb. I don't care. That's just ridiculous. And, and then some of the comments that followed, in addition to disgust and amazement, were stories or quick little tales of how other assistants or other folks, whatever their role, were were asked to do crazy tasks that borderline were unethical or unsafe. And I'm just thinking, what? Like, why? I don't get it. Why would you do that? I don't. And I actually said this, like, at what point, though, do you take responsibility? And do you say, nope, I'm not doing that. I just don't think any job is worth that. And yeah, we can lament all day long that, oh my gosh, I can't believe my boss asked me to do that. I can't believe that boss asked that person to do that. But at what point do you take responsibility and say, I'm not good with that. That makes me uncomfortable. I'm not doing that. You know, we are taught, especially lately with the Me Too movement and, um, you know, how finding your voice is now the theme. We are taught to find our voices and to use them when it comes to other types of uh, other types of disrespect in the workplace, harassment, assault, bullying, 
toxicity. But when it, I, it amazed me that there were, there are still incidences where women, especially, and in a, and in an assistant type capacity, whether you're a production assistant, an administrative assistant, an executive assistant, you know, a financial assistant, a management assistant, whatever your assistant to somebody, you're asked to do something that is unsafe and something that is clearly wrong. Now, I'm not talking about, oh, a task that you don't like doing, like, oh, payroll or auditing spreadsheets, that sort of thing. I mean, yeah, of course, those are like, ah, got to do that, you know, those types of things. But I'm talking about things that are clearly unsafe. Really? I just don't get it. I don't understand where that comes from. Um, I mean, or maybe it's just a case of, I just haven't had to be faced with that. I haven't had that. I haven't in the 20 plus years that I've been in an administrative support role in every capacity, I have never been asked to run into a burning building. I mean, I just, I mean, I know that's like, <laughs> that's like an extreme scenario, but I mean, I think you get the overall vibe. What I'm trying to say is I've never really been asked to do anything that where my health was on the line. Now, I have been asked to do things where I didn't feel comfortable, I would say, as far as saying comfortable. Um, And I just flat out said, of course, respectfully and professionally, I'm not saying you have to be rude about it, but I, I did find my voice and I vocalized that that made me uncomfortable. That was a task that I'm not sure I'm comfortable doing or, okay, I'll do it this one time, but in the future, that's just not, I'm not, I'm not that's just doesn't, I'm not comfortable doing that. So, um, yeah, I just don't think that that, I just don't understand why more people don't feel empowered to find their voice and to say either, okay, I'll do it this one time, but that's not it for, that's it for me. I understand this is like an emergency type situation, but I'm not, don't make a regular habit of this or just flat out, depending of course on the situation, saying, no, that's just, I'm not doing that. That's no, find someone else or that's really making me uncomfortable right now. I would prefer not to do that. Um, however that sounds for you, I I am by no means trying to make a blanket statement here that everybody, you know, use these words. No, find your words, find your voice, but don't be afraid to say no, stand up for yourself, feel empowered. And I think maybe it has to do more, I mean, not has to do, but I think what comes into play many times is our role as assistants, again, in any capacity, of course we are, yes, yes, I got that. Yeah, I'll do that for you. Like, yes, is just, it's a part of our game plan. You know, again, saying no is not maybe like our knee jerk or isn't something that we're as comfortable as saying as yes, yes, I've got this, I'll handle it. It's, you know, don't worry, I'll do it. But we've got to, we've got to get better. We've got to get stronger. And I can't help but think some of the disrespect that I read about or hear about that, especially again, assistance face. I, maybe I'm the bad guy here, but I can't put I can't lay all the blame on our bosses or on our direct reports or coworkers or colleagues or peers. I think some of that 
can be handled and managed by us as well. I am a firm believer of you teach people how to treat you. If you allow sketchy behavior, bullying, toxicity into your immediate world, don't turn around and complain that it's there if you don't try to do something to correct it. Now, I absolutely know that there are some things you just don't have any control over. And there are, there are many instances where you just have to suck it up cupcake and deal. Um, but I also believe that there are some incidences where you do have control of the outcome of how you're treated, how people speak to you. Um, I just think it's so important. I came off of a very toxic environment and it rocked me to my core. And looking back now, I can absolutely see 50, 50. There were some cases that I experienced where it was out of my control. It was just, I had to just suck it up and work through it, work through the pain because it, it were circumstance. They were circumstances that I couldn't change. I just had to live with them, but I can also honestly say and honestly recognize where there were times when I could have stood up for myself. I should have stood up for myself. I should have clapped back again, professionally, and in my own voice, but I should have stood up for myself because if I was watching that happen to a friend, a family member, a colleague, as a third person, as an observer, I could tell I would have stepped up and I would have defended that person and I would have spoke up for them. But when it comes to, when it came to myself, I didn't do that. And so looking back, I can see where there were some times when I'm like, girl, you could have done something about that. You, there was no excuse. There's no excuse for why you didn't stand up for yourself in those instances. And so all I can do is learn from it, you know, and try to do better next time I'm faced with that type of circumstance or instant. Um, so those are my thoughts. I just think, I know this is kind of a ramble and I appreciate it if you've hung in with me, um, and listened for a little longer. Um, I just, I just don't understand sometimes why we don't find our voice. It fascinates me, even with me. I mean, I, believe me, like I said, I'll own it. I, I, if I, if I allow somebody to talk to me a certain way and then the conversation's over and they walk away, we both go our separate ways and I get back to my office and I'm thinking, Hey, why didn't you say something? Why didn't you stand up for myself, for yourself? So I, I get it. I totally get it. When sometimes when you're in the moment, you can't recognize, you know, that you need to do that. And not until you get back to your desk and you're like, man, why didn't I say this? Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I walk away sooner? So I guess I'm, I'm sort of making a vow, I guess, if that's for lack of a better word, to myself, a promise to myself to be more present in conversations so when I am faced with any sort of like bullying, toxic, odd head scratching moments or, or communications or conversations, I will recognize them. Maybe take a moment, take a beat and then respond accordingly. If I feel like this is a clear cut example of where you need like, I feel like I have, I'm a shadow of myself and I'm standing behind myself and I tap myself on the shoulder like, yeah, yeah, hey, this is one of those times. So speak up for yourself, find your voice, you know, do something about it. Because at the end of the day, I would rather go back to my office 
shaken but proud that I actually stood up for myself rather than go back to my office feeling dejected, feeling frustrated because I didn't say, I, oh, I shoulda, woulda, coulda. I'd rather do it and then, rem, re, then you know, re- review it for what it was than go back to my desk kicking myself for not standing up for myself. So I just, I think we need to find our voices more. I, I really would like for us to not be afraid to say no because I truly believe if we say no when it's called for, when we feel it's appropriate, that the respect will come. And maybe just, again, I'm speaking as an assist from an assistant perspective, maybe then the incidences of us feeling less than or second place or second fiddle will lessen and we will learn more, gain more. Um, you know, I see a lot, uh, to piggyback on this really quick, I see a lot of, I'm not taken seriously, I'm ignored, I'm the last to know type of complaints or concerns out there. And I can't help but think, I wish, I know we're only hearing a snippet and we can't go behind the scenes and really like s- flesh out, you know, why do you feel this this way? What's going on in your place of employment? Wh- describe for me your day-to-day. Describe for us your relationship with your executive or your direct report. I know we're only getting like a quick sample, but I can't help but think, again, it all circles back to what I said earlier. You teach people how to treat you. One or two incidences, okay, out of pocket, they're one-offs, that's fine. Not everybody's perfect. People have their days, I get it. But if you are encountering a behavior type and you are constantly left out, you are constantly the last to know, you are constantly ignored, you, uh, okay, wait, time out. Something has to change. And you can't change others, but you can change yourself. And if you show yourself some respect and you stand up for yourself and you find your voice and you feel empowered, then maybe you won't be ignored so much. Maybe people will listen when you speak. Maybe you won't be the last to know. Um, and believe me, believe me, you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this out loud, but I'm also wagging the finger in my own face because these are definitely things that I could really stand to remember as well. So I guess by saying this to you in this mini cast, I'm just making an affirmation to myself that I need to do the same. So that's all I wanted to chat about today. Thank you for allowing me this, you know, this few minutes, these few minutes just to get this off my chest because after reading the, that, back and forth as, as on that Facebook group, it really just gnawed at me all day and all week. And I just, uh, I had to get it off my chest. So share your thoughts with me. Let me know what you think. Um, am I way off base? Did I touch on something? Am I making any sort of sense? Feel free to drop me a line, email me. Information will be in my show notes. Thank you for allowing me this quick mini cast. I hope you hung in there and listened to the end. And, um, Thank you. Have a great day, listeners. Um, Take care and until next time.